Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Being Real podcast. My name is German. I am Carissa. And we are your co-hosts for this podcast. And we're just so excited to get into another juicy topic. No, it's not yes. juicy. But it is pretty, it's a really important topic that I think we, we need to talk about. And we'd love to have this conversation. So before we get into that, Krista, how are you doing? How's your week been? It's been going. <laughs> it's good. What you know, I, what'd you do this week? Speaking of the topic that we're going to talk about, let's just say I've been working a lot. Okay. And I've been doing a lot. You know, it sounds like you're always working a lot because the yeah. last episode you said you had a <laughs> lot of work. That is true. Well, work does consume a lot of my life, but... Mm. I love it. Okay. And so it, you know how, what's that quote? If you love your job, you feel like you oh, never you're work. never working yeah. a day in life. Yeah, that's no, for I sure. Feel. But come on, like, what, what fun thing have you done this week? It's uh, my that's dad's not, birthday. Hey. It is my dad's birthday. So we're actually going to dinner tonight. Is he listening to this? I hope he listens. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday, mister. Happy <laughs> cool. What are you guys doing for, for him? We're going to a restaurant in Fountain Valley. Nice. Don't know what it's called, but it's like an Asian um italian fusion so very unique very interested in trying it mm. um yeah so it's your first time it's my first time yeah Ooh, my okay. dad wanted to go he's a big foodie so oh, i get my sick. love for food from yeah. him so yeah do you know anything about the menu all i know is that it's italian and asian fusion so i'm like so curious to yeah see. so like, are there gonna like, be noodles yeah i don't know I think there would definitely be some kind of noodles or pasta. Yeah, I'll probably look up the menu when I, yeah. I'm on my way there. Oh, that's cool. That's so adventurous. That's really fun. Yeah. Um, what have I been up to? I know you didn't ask, but... Uh... But we always <laughs> want to know. Let's see. Uh, went to Disney yesterday with a bunch of my pals, which was really fun. Templo? <laughs> yes, the <laughs> Templo crew. Shout out to them. Um, no, Disneyland yesterday was really fun. And what's nice is that, and I, I, I appreciate these kinds of trips, right? We literally didn't do anything but just hang out. That's the best. We didn't yeah. have to go on the rides. We didn't have to like run from one place to another. Yeah. We legit were there for a few hours, were responsible adults, and <laughs> went home so that we can get a good night's rest, which I That's did. That's impressive. And the reason why I didn't get a good night's rest is because I told Janet, my wife, that I would stay up with her so that the banana bread thing that she was making, like, what? Wow. I didn't want her to stay up alone. What but then, a good husband. No, hold on. But then <laughs> but then um it was getting late and I knew I had to wake up early and I'm like, oh like I'm tired. Like I'm just gonna be in bed. I'm not gonna fall asleep yet, but I'm gonna be in bed. Lies. <laughs> Straight up lies. <laughs> anyway, I ended up just being there and I waited for her and she finally said, Okay, I'm done. And then the banana bread was done and we went to sleep. So you stayed up. You actually stayed up. I was awake, but I was in bed. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. I felt you know it's like about bad. the presence. It's about the presence of being together. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about today's topic. So today yes. we're talking about something really interesting. How do you balance work and your life? Mm -hmm. And I feel like as young adults, we especially this day and age, we want to be all about the hustle. Yeah. Right. We want to yeah. be, hey, like work, 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 work. Or, you know, you'll so there's some exceptions that will just play, 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 no work. But work how do hard, we play hard? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That that's I think good. But I think a lot of times uh, we get lost in one. Yeah. And I think absolutely. uh we just, you know, have to learn either the hard way or we just sometimes don't know how to balance. Right. Yeah. And so that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah. I think, too, in our society, or at least living in the United States, mm. I know some other countries are like this, too, 
But the idea of work and the idea of success is like, go, go, go. You got to be constantly moving. Like mm -hmm. you always have to have something on your schedule. Like if you're not filling your calendar, mm -hmm. are you successful? Yes. You know, like, are you actually working as hard as you can to, um, I don't know, accomplish things? Like we are so set on the idea of accomplishment and being busy and like glorifying mm. busyness, yeah, you know? Definitely. And I know that like, I know so many people and I've been in this place in my life before and I'm there often where I need to like remind myself to not do this, but where I just think that like I start to glorify um, being busy and glorify and, and find my identity in that, you know, yeah. and take pride in, oh, sorry, I'm so busy. Can't hang out with you, you yeah. know? Yeah. And um, I think in order for us to really talk about this, we should probably mention like what do we do for work, right? That's a great um, idea. And we don't have to give you like all the details, but we can give you like a really good picture of what is like a work day look like for us. And why is it that we, you know, maybe tempted to get consumed or like, why is it that we're so busy at work? So Carissa, what do you do for work? I know yeah. we kind of talked about it in the last episode, but like give us a little more detail. Yeah, well, my official title on paper is online community groups coordinator. So it's a little lengthy. Essentially, it's just I do a lot more, I would say, than just small groups online. Small groups is a huge part of my role. I help care for small group hosts that are located all around the world, help them get the resources that they need. Um, I care for them. I pray for them. I, you know, pastor them as best as I can. Um, another aspect of my, of my role, too, is is care groups. So I have been working really hard to um, get support groups for the online community and Celebrate Recovery, which is an incredible recovery um, program that we have at the church um, and our prayer ministry. So it's kind of a lot of different aspects. My role is is not the greatest to find because I feel like I do a lot of different things, but it's a full-time ministry role. So it's what I'm doing all the time. Um, and I think what's interesting about my role, or at least people in full-time ministry, is like the difference is for me, I don't feel like there is an on and off switch. Like I don't feel like work is one thing and my life is separate. Like for me, my entire life is ministry and it's it's what I love. And it's, you know, my family, <laughs> two of my sisters work at the church too. And my friends are found at the church and a lot revolves around being at church. And so for me, it's like rest is really important and finding ways to enjoy mm. outside of work because I'm always thinking about it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, just to kind of talk a little bit more about like your work, she won't say it, but I will. You're legit like a pastor, like you minister to people, right? You may not have that title of pastor or like anything like that, but like, that's what you do. You care for people, you minister to people and like you teach them, you disciple them, you are connecting with them, right? Yeah. And so that's a pretty like big job, honestly. Yeah. It's a lot. I appreciate that. It is a lot sometimes. Um, and it's. I think that's also why it's important to have a life as yeah. well, because you're constantly consumed with other people's lives and, mm. and caring for other people. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot, and I love it though. I love no, it, though. for sure. So. We'll get into the second part of the conversation, but um, I'll share a little bit about like what do I do. So I also work at the church. I am a staff member. Um, I have more of like an office type uh, role, but it's very much relational. Um, not so much with like the members of the church or people visiting. It's more of our team and uh, of our pastors that, uh, and Chris is included in one of, in this like larger team. 
um, of people uh, or of pastors and ministers that are caring for the people coming to the church that mm-hmm. are members of the church that are interested in like discipleship are interested yeah. in um, getting baptized and joining a small group, which is like community groups, I guess. Um, I mean, they're called life groups, life groups community groups. Like yeah. there's so many different names. And uh, on, and another really important thing um, is, you know, these pastors also are basically your go-to person when you're connecting to the church for the first time. Yeah. Right. So, uh, our team basically supports them and just make sure they're equipped, that they mm-hmm. have their resources, that they're understanding like what they need to do in order to fulfill their role and what they're doing at the church. But to put it in a nutshell, like we do a lot of admin work. We do a lot of um, like support, tech support, like distributing resources and stuff like that. And so that's a very different ministry kind of job, but there is ministry to it. Yeah. No, it is absolutely ministry. 100%. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So, but um, yeah, I, the reason why I wanted to talk about it a little bit was just uh, to kind of get a picture of like, what does work look like for us? So work for me is very like, I, I'm on my computer. Yeah, right? me too. Um, I know for Carissa, it goes beyond that because like, you also have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You have to um, have meetings with them or yeah. you have to um, just check in on them, right? Which is funny though, because yes, it's a ton of meetings. It's a lot of phone calls, but because it's online, it's a lot of Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. So still on the laptop. So my other question is like, so what do you do for fun? What do you do like in your everyday life? Like what what does Carissa look like outside of being like a minister or pastor, or, like a groups coordinator I I spend a lot, I think because, you know, working so many hours a week, it it gets really tiring. And then it really makes you think about like the time that you do have outside of work and that that extra time. And it's really not much because for me, I'm in seminary right now. So I'm I'm going through school and that takes up a lot of my time, too. Um, I volunteer in different ways at the church as well. So that also (laughs) takes up time. So with the time that I do have free, I really try to be intentional with spending it with people that I love. So like um, my sisters, I have two older sisters. We all have Disney passes um, and I a lot of my friends also have Disney passes, too. So that's kind of what we do is like on our days off, we go to Disneyland and we kind of just walk around and we eat food and we just be together um, or we'll go see a movie um, or people will just come over to our house and we'll just chill. But for me, it's it's all about that intentional time together because I I don't get much time off. And so. To have that is really nice. I also like being outdoors and walking and going on hikes. Cool. I'm a little bit of a hiker. No, that's awesome. I think we need to shoot. I, I've i gotten more pale <laughs> because I'm not outside enough. Cool. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I love spending time uh, with my wife, with my family, with my friends. Uh, we don't have kids or anything, but like family, like my parents or her parents or like my sister-in-law. And yeah, I'm all about spending time with people and just doing fun stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I also like being kind of like an introvert and like playing video games every now and then yeah. or just like watching something on TV or movies or whatever. Sometimes um, it's nice to just be a couch potato. Oh, for sure. Honestly, yeah. you, like at the end of the day, you just come home. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So now that you kind of know a little bit about like what we're doing at at work and outside of work um how does like for you being full in full-time ministry and like you already describing like what you do on your off time how does being in full-time ministry i guess like 
how does that i i wrote down my notes alter but i don't know mm-hmm. if that's like a good where how does that shape mm-hmm. your work-life balance yeah well i think i kind of started to touch on it a little bit is the fact that like for me because it is full-time ministry i see it as my like it's a lot harder to define the line between work and life because i want my whole life to be dedicated to god in everything that i do right and i think there's absolutely ways that we that anybody whether they work in ministry or not can do that but i don't know because i love it so much and i'm passionate about it and i feel like this is my calling it's hard for me to have an on and off switch because mm-hmm. it's just what i do like it's it's what i breathe and live and everything that is in me just wants to focus on like my ministry and i feel so grateful too that i get paid to do something i love and yeah. like a calling that i feel really passionate about and so um that that work life line kind of it's really hard for me sometimes to shut off mm. or it, like i'm just constantly thinking about technically work because i feel like it's my life right. so yeah it's a little weird it's yeah. something i'm yeah something i'm thinking through which is why we're talking about it yeah yeah so. definitely yeah so would you say that's because it, and that's why you would say like work is busy because you're constantly thinking about it and because you're like doing stuff that would relate to work yeah i think so and like even in my free spare time it it revolves around um like a lot of the things i do outside of my nine to five paid job mm. revolves around the church and revolves mm. around ministry too so yeah i'm constantly thinking about it like Sometimes I go home at night and I'm just thinking about, man, what, how can I, I don't know. Yeah. I need to reach out to this person or that person or, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's always on my mind. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. Because so before, um, I think I was going to mention the last episode, but uh, before I started uh, doing this ministry job, I worked in production, right? In TV mm-hmm. production. Obviously, I had a like kind of like a nine to five but not really because even the schedules were so different especially for the kinds of productions i was doing but i feel like the work-life balance like that i had to learn in production like my secular job Mm -hmm. or like really helped me to transfer over what i learned from there to here right yeah so for me like it sounds bad but it's really not i don't think it's bad like as soon as i'm clocked out i'm clocked out yeah. And there's some mm-hmm. people that like, you know, they're maybe paid on salary or they just like you, you know, they just love their job or they just, um, you know, have a lot of work to do. So they'll work the extra overtime and I'll get messages from people like about work. And I'm just like, y'all, I'm not Sorry, working I'm right now. So out. Yeah, I, I'm out. And if it, especially if it's Friday, I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to wait till Monday. Yeah. I work Monday to Friday. So mm-hmm. um, I've definitely established like boundaries of like, OK, you know. I'm able to work right now or I'm not able to work right now. And so yeah. like, especially like after hours, I'm just like, you know what? Sorry, going to wait till later. Um, but I think that's important to develop, right? Mm-hmm. Because even in production, like, so I used to work in like reality TV um, sometimes. And so- You're so cool. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But in that world, like there were like the 12 hour shifts or whatever. Yeah. But they're like the production was going on from like, say like, you know getting everything ready and just having everyone like pack up their things start they start like at five or six a.m man right that's crazy and then so they'll have like some crews like clock in at that time or like most crews clock in at that time and then like 
the those of us that were working like the entry level jobs, so to say, like the production assistant jobs, um, they would can only work hourly, right? So yeah. they're not gonna be paid salary. But like the salary people, like they would clock in at six yeah. and then they would clock out like at midnight. Yeah. So they just worked like uh, I don't know, eighteen hour day. Yeah. Right. That's such a good point though, like salary versus hourly. Even that I think makes a difference in people's routines and schedules oh, yeah. and you know, their work life. Balance. yeah and so anyway so i worked a couple of gigs and like the last gig i worked on i was uh on salary and basically um yeah i had to work every day man every day sunday to saturday and occasionally they'll be like hey like we'll you know give the team a half day because you know it's been a long week or whatever and a half you know day. <laughs> yeah so i would like work i don't know six hours instead of 12 or whatever and then um but then even then we still had to be like hey like if they if they need you or we need you like yeah like uh, we're gonna expect you to answer yeah, you know for sure so i've had to definitely learn from like working in that just like hey like you you can't work like all the time yeah you know you, once you have like once you're clocked out like you're clocked out yeah you know there's no going back because if it's tempting you know it's Absolutely. tempting to go back into work mm -hmm. and continue to do the things that you're working on like earlier in the day or the day before so. or if you just want to get things done you know right, you're like i'd right. rather just do it now but right. i think a big reason that we're talking about this too is because we think that both work is important and life is mm -hmm. important you mm -hmm. know and like god calls us to work in the bible we see it in genesis right and you know we need to work in order to make a living and to provide for ourselves and our families and mm -hmm. things like that and so it is important to work um but i think it's it's dangerous when we start to make work our idol. And so I think that's why life is also important too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so. Well, I have a question and uh, we'll stop ra start wrapping up this part of the uh, conversation because we actually uh, sit down with a guest and we'll talk about it later. So when do you know when to stop working? Do you work when you're like, you're done, mm -hmm. like physically exhausted or do you work when I mean, do you stop working because you know to give yourself like boundaries or mm, what does that yeah. look like? Well, I think for me, every week is kind of different because my schedule is just very unique. I work with people all over the world, right? So there's sometimes there's earlier mornings and sometimes there's later nights just because of the time change and differences. Um, weekends also look different based on scheduling and, and things like that. But for me, it's it's more like, okay, what do I need to get done this week? I am paid for 40 hours. Like that is what I am paid for. So every week it's kind of taking a taking the time to schedule it out and be like, okay, where is my time allotted to this week? What does that look like? At the end of the day, when I if I started at 8 a.m. and I'm ending at 5 o'clock, I say, okay, I'm going home. Or actually I work remote, so that makes a difference too. But I have to close my computer and just tell myself like, okay, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Like let's focus on something else right now. Um, usually I'm very exhausted by that point and I mm. want to keep going though just to yeah. just to get the things done that I need to get done for the next day but I think it's like taking a second to breathe and remind myself like okay this can wait until tomorrow mm. um, yeah. and like honoring those 40 hours that I do put in of time mm. for work so I'm hourly and I think that makes a difference if I was mm. salary I think it would be very, very different. Sure, and I yeah. think that would be a lot harder for me to for sure have that on and off. So yeah, no, definitely. I, I hear that. And I know earlier I was like, well, you know, they ask me like, I'm going to do it. And I'm still like yeah, that, right? Like, I do they, that. If they I ask that me too. to stay like longer, to work longer. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it. 
but also um you know you have to know when like you stop like don't let your energy level tell you like okay maybe you need to stop working out you know because then that's like running on fumes yeah right and that's not healthy chris is there anything else that you wanted to add to this conversation before we wrap it up i think i'm just excited to keep talking about this in the next segment as our guest speaker comes in i think um it's a huge a huge topic that everybody whoever works which I feel like is majority of young adults go through and struggle with like what does work life look like or Mm -hmm. is there even work slash life like is that something that we really separate so so our guest for today is uh, our friend Jesus Uh, he talks a little bit about his career and like what his work look like for him and how he navigates um, finding a balance between work and his like outside life Welcome back from the break. Thank you guys so much for sticking around and hanging with us. We have a special guest with us today. His name is Jesus Navidad, and he is with us to talk about work life. Yes. Hey, Jesus. Yeah. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? All right. Well, let's get you nice and comfy. So um, just to break the ice a little bit, we're going to play a little game. And I think you'll very much enjoy this. Um, so if you guys don't know Jesus, Jesus is, um, you know, a great singer. And he actually loves to sing. Uh, he's part of our worship team here at the church. And um, he just loves uh, just any opportunities. He can, like, exercise his vocal cords and, you know, just uh, be a better and greater singer. Okay. Can, can okay. that be a word? Greater? Yeah, greater, for sure. Okay, there you go. So, um it's called finish the lyrics so we're gonna play the tune okay and we're gonna let it play for a little bit and you have to like finish the lyrics okay. now we picked some songs well let's be real i picked the songs <laughs> <laughs> um pick some songs that you are familiar with or have some kind of knowledge about and so we'll see if yeah you can finish the lyrics all right all right let's do it so we're going to play this first song as an example of what we should expect. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. All right, so what's next? Feliz Navidad. N- okay, you got to sing Do the song, man. you want me man. to sing for You're you? You're not going to just finish oh. it. You're going <laughs> to... Finish those lyrics, all right? <laughs> this is okay. Feliz Navidad. Wrong. <laughs> Jesus Navidad. No. <laughs> uh, that's right. incorrect. <laughs> okay, but you got the gist, right? All right, all right okay, okay. Okay, everyone here got the gist. Okay. All right. Straight. So this first song, I made, I got it, like, I made it easy for you, okay? Okay. All right. Stand by. Brazos del dulce amor del Señor. Dulce refugio. En las tinieblas. Eh. <laughs> en la tormenta. Oh, man. Come on, man. No. All right, fun fact about Jesus. He really loves this song, and he told me that he would sing it all the time growing up and that he knew the lyrics word for word. <laughs> Clearly, that's not the so case. So I need like a whole line before, you know, it's. 
<laughs> this one should have been easy, man. No excuse. Okay, fine. Let's keep going. Man. If it's really your favorite, you would have known. I'm so disappointed right now <laughs> exactly. in myself. Song number two is from a movie that you really enjoy. Okay. And you enjoy the soundtrack <laughs> from a that. lot. Man, I better know this. Um, it's not the your go-to song, at least not that I okay. know of. But, yeah, hopefully you know. I'm hopelessly devoted to you. Out of my head, hopelessly devoted to you. Woo. Sing it, Jesus. Hopelessly devoted to you. Woo. Good job, man. Okay, you're not a complete I, I, failure. I knew you were going to pick that song. <laughs> it's about time you got one right, man. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking the Rizzo song, but I know you actually like that song, so, mm, yeah. and I didn't want to make this too easy. All right, so here's the third song. It's supposedly the number one song out of top 500 songs of all time, according to Rolling Stone. <laughs> Give it to me when you get me. Damn, baby. Whip it to me. Just get it on me now. Just a little bit. R-E-S-P-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-C-T. I don't know the next part. There it is. For a second, I didn't know if you would get it or not. <laughs> okay, she, he got it, and I was going to make it a little hard, but I'm not going to lie. Even I didn't know the rest of the song. <laughs> I just know the chorus. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's take out. I forgot. The, it's like three letters. But Hope you guys enjoyed Jesus' singing. Anyway, uh, Jesus, dude, good to have you with us. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you do for work? Um, what do you do outside of work? Just the whole spiel, like, I guess, briefly. It's everything. Okay. So I am a native Californian. I was born and raised here, except for high school. I was living in Houston, Texas. Texian. Yes. Texan. So. <laughs> Texian. Tex Texian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that very much shaped, like, the culture I was around, you know, and church and, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I grew up in church, you know, since I was uh, young and... Um, uh, that also shaped, you know, a lot of uh, the way that I view life and decision making. Um, so once I got to college, um, I actually went to Cal Poly Pomona, go Broncos. And nice. What's a Rocco? Broncos. <laughs> Bronco. He said Bronco. <laughs> Do you know what a Bronco is? <laughs> it's a horse. Yes. Okay. Very good. It is a type of horse. Thank yes. you. So I actually went to undergrad for city planning. That is what my day job is <laughs> so you actually did you use the degree that you went to school for yes i did nice i hear that a lot people don't use the degree mm -hmm. that they get okay hold on carissa do you use your degree i do <laughs> wait what did you study i study christian studies with a minor in communications and i use both wow what about you german <laughs> uh i studied film and tv production and i use very little of that <laughs> <laughs> my current job says I don't use that, but yeah. So, well, good to know. There's two out of three of us. <laughs> so uh, you said you're a city planner, correct? Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit for those of us that may not be familiar with the job or, you know, the role. Uh, so what do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? We know you do that, but what does that really mean? <laughs> yeah. 
So um, my day-to-day is, um, I'll give you a broad sense of what it, like, because there's so many different facets. It's kind of like the medical field. You can be, you can practice medicine in so many different ways. Uh, you yeah. Know, diff- like, you can be an eye doctor, you can be a nose doctor, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know what, like, a day in the life yeah. of Jesus Navidad yes. looks like, you know? <laughs> so Share, please. I happen to be a transportation city planner. So that's my specialty. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and that means that I take care of the highway system that you all probably drove on today. Hold on. All right. I think everyone's thinking this. <laughs> so that means you're responsible for the freeways in Southern California always being under construction. And they're like 10 years like projects. And then they're like, oh, yeah, once the 10 years are up, we're still not really done. So that's you. Um, I'm responsible for getting you to your destination safely like you did today. <laughs> all right. All right. So anyway, so what else do you do? <laughs> Any complaints you have about the freeways? Now you know. Jesus Navidad. Yes. Um, Yeah. Do not send them his way. Do not send them to me. (laughs) So I work for a division called system planning. So what that means is that um, going into the future, I look 20, 30 years down the road and I uh, we try to prepare for growth in an area. Right. So we happen to be in southern Orange County right now. And back in the 80s, when there was nothing here, they built in the 405, the five, you know, all the roads. And they were thinking 30 years ahead, like, hey, all of this is going to become a bunch of houses. Uh, 900,000 people are going to move here. We have to. So you're basically predicting the future. Yes. But it, 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 we're creating space for you in the future. And we have to make sure that when, you know, in 2055, everyone's not like sitting in even more traffic than what you do already right now. Okay, so what does your like day to day look like? So you've shared a little bit about what you do for work. What does it look like? Like, do you go to work? Do you spend eight hours? Do you spend ten hours? Like, yeah. share a little glimpse. You know, yes. what's your what's your morning routine like? Yes, I'm just yes. kidding. You don't have to go into that much <laughs> detail. So. Um, I typically work nine hour days um, and I work, uh, I have every other Friday off. It's just, it's called a 980 schedule. I'm sure a lot of you are on different schedules. You know, you might work four tens, you might work, you know, eight hour, five, five days, whatever. So there's so many, especially right now after like we came back from the pandemic, people, people's schedules are kind of all over the place. They've discovered that they can do their work, not necessarily be in the same building with everybody at the same time. So we're really we're very much coming off of that. And I think that's where like people are thinking about how flexible is this or is my workplace really that, you know, like, can can they be more accommodating? I'm very fortunate. Mine is very accommodating, Um, even though we work on the we work on the roadways. Um, I don't drive them, you know, not all the time because um, the the agency I work for was already very much like thinking about telework and like, you know, maybe you don't need to drive all this, whatever. So um, I work from home 80% of the time. I go into my office every other Wednesday. <laughs> so it's remote life. Yes, that must be nice. It's, it's very nice. Um, Man, okay, look, Carissa, uh, she's, she's going to share a little bit about her um, work life, but she literally works online, so she can work anywhere. 
He's right. My job is like 95% remote. Yeah, is so it, it is nice, isn't it? <laughs> it is nice. It is quite nice. I enjoy it a lot. So Sorry, I'm a little salty. <laughs> yes. German, on the other hand, has to be in the office, but you know. <laughs> I think it's fascinating, though, that like, you know, especially coming out of COVID mm-hmm. and coming out of um, just like this pandemic, people, I feel like work is just so... People are just innovative now mm-hmm. in how we work and what yeah. we do. You know, there's so many different people are not going into the office nearly as much as they did before. And so I feel like that has to do, too, with like work life balance. And like I know my work life balance looks so different than, say, people that actually have to go into the office mm-hmm. for work, you know. Yeah. So how do you feel like your remote life impacts your work life balance? Like, are you does it do you feel like you have a good boundary and line of separating work and life or is it more like more life because you're remote mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know yeah so it depends how far right you are from your workplace too so if you have to drive for an hour you just lost the whole hour of your life so yeah. that means you yeah. just lost two hours in one day which means you lost 10 hours in a whole week so it's like in 10 hours in one week, what can you believe? Um, you lost a whole day of work. Like, yeah, that commute. Yeah. I think that's what people are discovering now that you're not spending as much time getting to your workplace because, you know, you either designate a space or a desk, whatever it is in your home, or you move around during the week because you don't want to sit in the same desk anymore. So now you sit on your couch, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever yeah. you want, you know, you set up it. And I think even just that alone changes like your mental state like maybe i want to stay out in my balcony this entire week and work from outside like yeah you weren't able to do that before i think the only places you could do that were like very creative like startups Mm -hmm. in silicon valley where you can like (laughs) you know like people are like playing ping pong and like almost like in a pool wouldn't that be nice you know like (laughs) you know what i noticed too is like when i go into the office i tend to notice that i like catch myself socializing Mm -hmm. a lot more too rather than like when I'm working remote or when I'm working from home I'm not spending as much time talking with my coworkers and things like that so like I do actually get more work done sometimes when I'm working from home than when I actually go into the office so yeah yeah I will say though however that seeing other people in the office is just part of that life you know where you build rapport with your team and you're you know, you're just getting to know people. Um, and we sometimes, uh, I'm going to say glorify productivity. Mm-hmm. And Amen. that's something that I don't necessarily agree with because I think that that messes with your work-life balance for sure. Because that's just the way that the American psyche is like the most productive, the most... Dis- so it's like, you know, that, that just, if you're at home, obviously you don't get interrupted, but you might not get that like rapport with your coworkers you know, at, where, as opposed to, and yeah, sometimes you walk in and you talk for like 10, 15 minutes or longer, you know, and then it's like, well, now I'm behind a little bit, but you just kind of built a better like team that starts feeling, you know, like just like you can go up to people and ask them for things and just makes everything flow a little better, you know, not necessarily as a family, because I'm also n- opposed to that word in work, because mm-hmm. it it also glorifies productivity. Like, this is your family. This is, you know, you always should be here. You always should belong here. Well, that messes with the balance because your wife and kids are, you know, that's your family. And, you know, that's kind of like, there's a lot of corporate talk that has seeped into our lives that 
the pandemic really very much pushed out of the way. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's really good to have your perspective on this too, mm-hmm. because like German and I, we both work at a church. So um, that is our job. We work at a church. So it's kind of the culture is a little bit different mm-hmm. than say like a secular um, organization yeah. that Jesus is in. And so like for us, family is actually, you know, a really big part of the culture here. Mm-hmm. And Um, It is a little bit different, but for those that like are working in a secular place, I do think it is a little bit different culture wise and what work life balance actually looks like. Like for me, sometimes I feel like ministry is my job. And so I feel like ministry is also my life. Mm -hmm. Right. And so my work life balance, I admit, is honestly not the best at times because I kind of merge my life with the work that I have because there's no clear cut clear cut line but for you like you go to work and that's your work but then when you step away you're stepping away and like you're living life so your like work-life balance is clear right like clearly distinctive right so yeah and sometimes it's not for some people they because they love to work or they love or they feel a responsibility like it has to be done this has to be done but you're right it depends where you're working and and ministry life is very different and it's because I'm also like my time is very much split between my professional life and my ministry life where you know I do a lot of worship volunteering and so you know working in quotes with those with all the worship people very different you know than than when I'm dealing with someone in the corporate world it's it's a whole different scenario uh well let me uh come in really quick so uh, one thing I want to just highlight, like, I really like the term you used of glorifying productivity because I really feel that's like the culture that we're almost embedded into, especially here in the United States. I don't know about other uh, cultures, really, but um, I know for sure here it's like, oh, if you're not working your 40 hours, you know, you're a loser. Mm-hmm. If you're not, um, I guess, like putting in the time to be making like this amount of money you're a loser, you know? And so all these things. So I really like that. I wanted to just say that first. Um, And then second, kind of want to ask you a little bit more. You had mentioned that you do worship, for example. What what else do you do? Like, obviously, you go to work, you go to church on Sundays or, you know, Saturdays and Sundays if you're serving um, because we have services on those two days. Uh, So what else? What else do you like to do? Like, what do you do for fun? For me, free time is just spending time with like friends and family is honestly what I think I do the most. Like I'm usually eating somewhere (laughs) with with one friend or another. Like it's always food, isn't it? It is. I, I tell this to people. I'm like you haven't hung out with so-and-so in like, you know, six months. Well, you have to eat dinner. So might as well just bring that person to dinner. Um, that's kind of where I spend a bulk of my life. Um, I, you know, I do like to just read or, or kind of, I like to do things on my free time that slow me down on purpose right. because I can very much be on autopilot and going really fast. Like, and, and this is where I think the difference between um, remote work and working in a different place comes into play because if you remote work now or if you know maybe in the pandemic you were remote and now you're in a physical office you didn't have any separation right you would get up from your desk if you're at home and you suddenly are off work and it's like there's no mental disconnect whereas before even if you were driving 10 minutes you were mentally disconnect from your office like okay I'm leaving work but if your work is in your own home 
then it becomes like wait like I'm leaving work, but I'm still in the same physical place. Yeah. Do you think that there's like importance in, like I've like <laughs> because I work remote, right? And mm -hmm. so I have actually Googled and just researched like what's the best way to be more productive at home type thing. And a lot of what I see is like making sure that your workspace isn't in your bedroom, mm -hmm. right? Like keeping that separation or like finding a table or a certain space in your ho house that you actually like. That is set aside for work. Do you think there's like importance yeah. in that? Yeah. Or has that helped you? Well, because if you think about like, you know, let's say you're you've picked your very comfortable couch to be your your workspace for the day. Well, you would usually you would create positive memories there, right? Well, you're with friends, you're watching a movie. But if you're stressed out writing emails or responding to, you know, team's messages on that same couch you've just created a negative space around that couch so yeah yeah so it's like in your own home you're creating spaces that you're like wait i don't want to remember that here you know so i think that's why it is kind of important to maybe pick a place um where you are you know that's going to happen yeah no i think that's really important and i just kind of want to chime in like my personal thoughts like before when I was uh, still single and say I was living with like my, my parents, um, my room would be like the place to go to a lot of the times. And right, like I was doing homework there. I was doing everything there, right? Um, unless I was like outside. Um, and then when I moved in with some roommates, like during college, that's when like it started kind of like, like changing a little bit because okay, there was like, a place to go to like in the kitchen or in the dining room or whatever like to eat um there was like the living room to like watch tv and chill but then sometimes we would do homework there you know or we would like get together with like our friends and then the bedroom like i would also do homework there so it starts kind of like changing there but then once i got married i feel like unintentionally i like created those like physical boundaries right I don't go to eat in my room anymore, like in our bedroom, because that's just weird. Like, I don't want to make a mess and I just feel weird. Um, even though like I did it all the time as like a, as a kid and like as, as um, a college student. And then, uh, you know, if we want to eat, well, sometimes we'll eat in front of the couch and watch something. But a lot of times, like, you know, we'll eat at the table and we'll like make that our space. Like, okay, let's catch up. Let's eat. Let's, you know, do our thing here. And then the living room is more like, okay, like, you know, we're tired. Let's just, you know, relax there. Like we'll watch TV or we'll play video games or whatever. Or that'll be like the area, like when we have friends over or family or whatever, like that's where we'll talk and hang out. So um, it's interesting how like that um, physical boundaries, like is super helpful uh, to establish and even more when like you're working remotely, right? And yeah. that's like already creating that like work-life balance like you're talking about. I don't know about you guys, but like I like having a work computer <laughs> separate from my personal computer. Yes. Cause then like if I have my work stuff on my personal computer, I'm gonna keep working, yeah. right? Um, I'm gonna be answering emails. I'm gonna be like doing assignments or whatever. And like, nah fam. I'm just very, uh, very, very intentional of saying no to work. Like if it's not during my work hours, like, Cause I've been in environments where like you're working 12 hours and like when you're off, like all you want to do is just like go home, relax, eat, whatever. And I just don't want to be spending more time on work if I don't need to. Like if it can wait till the next day, like it's fine. So. Yeah. And most of the time it can wait until the next day. Amen. And, and I know some, a lot of the people. The world like, is no. still going to spin. Yeah. It very much is like, it's like they, they it's like 
they don't want to think about that. Like, no, it needs to be done today. It it can wait. And it, you know, sometimes things are very, you know, like last minute, like you have to put out the fire, but your productivity drops as your stress level goes up. Yes. And so it's yes. like you're 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 basically working in the opposite direction. You know, like, okay, let me work 15 hours. Well, four of those hours are not as productive <laughs> yeah. anymore. And I yeah. know it's coming up again, right? Productivity, like productivity, blah, blah, blah. But it, if you're, you're trying to be more efficient, I think efficiency is way more important than productivity. And that's why yeah. like now some people are like, well, I just did this work in three hours. Like, I don't need to be like eight hours. You know what? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like. Well, I think that's it, too, is like people think that, you know, if you work, 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 you're going to get a ton done. Mm-hmm. But actually, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later in a different podcast, the idea of rest. Yeah. But like in reality, we need that step back away from work right because if you're just going 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 like it's hard you're gonna burn out you're not gonna have the energy or even the motivation to do the work that you need to get done but when you like enjoy the things about life and when you Mm -hmm. take a step back and like really remove yourself i think it allows you to like have more motivation for work or you have more energy for work or whatever it is so yeah yeah, i think that's really important um and i will say that this also applies to volunteer work just because you're not being paid yes doesn't mean that it's not stressful yes mm-hmm. absolutely for sure how do you think your faith like comes into play when it comes to faith sorry not faith life balance what is it called <laughs> work life balance, balance. <laughs> or does your faith come into play at all yeah. with that like do you welcome god into that like what does that look like for you um for me personally <laughs> god is in every single detail of my life. Amen. Um, like my, and I'm not as in, like my work isn't as stressful as other jobs I've had, but I've been in a place where I'm like, you know what, God, like give give me favor with this project. This is still, you know, I've been placed here, I believe by you for this job, for this company or for, you know, to meet these people at this time, this point in time. And I'm very much intentional of, you know, like praying over my work or, you know, Lord, give me favor, or if I'm going somewhere, protect me where I'm going. It's it's very much in my daily life. Um, and in my particular job, and I think for you guys too, I, I work with, I do a lot of public outreach. I work with people all the time. So in the ministry life, right, you're, it's, it's, I call it the business of people. That's what you're dealing with, with people. So um, I, you know, um, people can push your buttons and rub you the wrong way and all this stuff, but you, you very much need to have, I think, God's wisdom. Um, you know, like, for example, before I do any type of, like, ministry for worship, I always pray for God to, you know, like, I'm, I'm very, like, descriptive and technical. I'm like, God, like, bring back the lyrics into our brain. Like, let our hands work correctly. Let our, you know, like, because yeah. that's where yeah. we need him. Like, we can try to do it, right? But, like, he, I think that that's where his, like, supernatural hand can be upon our work um and the word says you know work as if you're working unto the lord so i think if if you have that in front of you for your work i think your your quality aligns you know with Mm. with everything after that yeah well i feel like god too you know values both work and life you know Mm -hmm. like we we have like he has instructed us 
to work. Like you see it in Genesis. He has put us in the garden, right? Mm -hmm. To work, right? But at the same time, he's also like given us the responsibility of caring for our families Mm -hmm. and caring for the people around us and different things like that. And so I think both are very important to God. And so in all aspects, like I love what you said about bringing God into all areas of your life. I also think too, like it's fascinating because obviously German and I work at a church, right? So, you know, Jesus has talked about a lot, which is great and awesome, (laughs) right? But I've talked to a lot of people that don't work in ministry. And I think there's this concept of like, if you are not vocationally in ministry, like if you're not getting paid for ministry, Mm -hmm. then your job is not ministry. But I like what you were saying, where even though you don't work in a church, you have a quote unquote secular job, you still welcome God into it. And you use that as your ministry. So like your coworkers and the people that you interact with, like you are bringing God into that and loving on them and like being a light to them, right? right? So I love what you said about that because I think sometimes there's this misconception of if you don't work at a church, then you're not doing ministry. When actually in reality, God has given you, you know, passions or gifts or city planning knowledge Mm -hmm. for a reason. That is your strength and you are using the strengths that God has given you to minister and to love others. So I think that's really cool. Well, and, and your best ministry is not the one that's preached. So I yes, think that's absolutely, you know, that's something that you have to um, it's just your actions. And I think people mm-hmm. will remember if you yelled at them, you know, on an email. <laughs> like it's that's very true. much in that in that attitude. Yeah, I was going to add really quick um, how just backing up with what Chris is saying. Uh, so I used to work in uh, TV production. I think I've mentioned before I would find myself doing ministry in that uh, environment and and it's just a simple of like how are you interacting with other people oh yeah right one of the biggest things about working and i think anything any industry is are you like friendly like are do people like working with you Mm -hmm. like are you someone that people can be around with are you someone that people can trust are you someone that you know that people can depend on and in like the jobs that i used to have i did i could tell you just like one incident like each job that you know i would see god really shining his light through me in, in those things and so like for example my first job right out of college i was working at a tv station for like some news programming i don't remember like a public affairs program and i never really shared with anyone that i'm like oh yeah i go to church and all this stuff i just kind of like if it came up it came up and one of my coworkers, we all got stressed with our boss because she was she was something else um for the <laughs> lack of other words and uh, i remember that she just came up to me and i think I forgot what she saw or what she heard me say. And she was like, wait, like you're a Christian too. I'm like, yeah. She was like, Oh my gosh. Like I didn't, I did not know that. And like, I'm just so glad that, you know, you're a believer. Cause like, you know, we can like talk about these things or I think I offered a pray for, it. I don't remember what it was, but she was just so delighted in that. And like when we would stress out, like we would talk about it and, you know, we would just like give each other like encouragement. And I remember, you know, with our boss, who was very special. Um, we would be like, oh, like, you know, we just got to pray for her because she might be going through something or, you know, just something's going on in her life. And then, um, you know, we would deal it with that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, your ministry, like 
can be and look like anything. It can be even like your work. Okay, Jesus, something we want to ask you is, do you have any advice or any recommendations for those that are trying to balance work and their personal life? Like what is, how do you do it? We have so many tools, I think, technologically now that um, just people sometimes don't use. Like if, if it's not on my calendar, it does not exist. That's just me personally. I forget everything. I live <laughs> off of my calendar. Oh my gosh. It is color coded. Yes. It is my lifeline. Yeah. Besides Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just use these like, you know, just tools that might work for you. Maybe, I don't know, sticky notes work for you on your door. Like, I don't know, these just things that you can do to to try to remember what's going on. But I think the biggest thing for me is learning how to say no. A men <laughs> wait i was away from the mic mm. <laughs> because i think um you have to even in work and and this is for secular work because you have to know how to say no in ministry for sure because there's there is always a need and there's always going to be especially i think um on the volunteer side there's always going to be need for volunteers yeah. you know so you have to know what your capacity is and learn how to say no and Sometimes like people again because of our glorified productivity like we don't want to say no I don't want to say no they might not invite me back they might not you know this like yes. you have to know how to do that because for me I want to commit 100% of my time and quality of like work when I say yes to something like especially when it's volunteer um, other times like I'll say I'm sorry I, I know that I'm not going to be able to complete the assignment I can complete it but it's going to be like not so good quality and I think for me personally that comes out very much in worship and music like you're not ready and it's like about to be service time <laughs> like, yeah. like you know you have to know yourself and how you work and how, how much time you need to prepare for whatever you're doing so yeah. I think you just have to learn how to say no and know how you know what's your productivity level how much rest do you need before you're able to keep going because sometimes people don't rest and the productivity crashes because they don't know just how to stop and like go take a walk outside you know go get like a cup of coffee or something because if you just go 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 like your quality is not going to be okay and then yeah. like what do you do what, what are you doing that job for you know why did you say yes to this assignment or for this volunteer whatever if you're gonna be like rushing into it, oh guys, sorry, why I gotta go. Like sometimes you're the best ministry is literally just to listen to people. And that usually happens yeah. after, you know, maybe at church after service or after you finish dinner, like just listening to someone for 10 minutes is sometimes like the key to, you know, to making them feel like they're important because they are, Yeah. you know? You're not just yeah. running away and, okay, guys, sorry, I got to go. You know, it's it's key to balancing your time and, and you know, listen to your to your triggers of like, you know, oh, I got to, you know, I got to go. I got to do this. Like, you just have to make sure you can find tools, whether they be technological or, you know, you write stuff down or you get a, a dry erase marker on your mirror, whatever. <laughs> just yeah. find ways that you can say that you can use to really manage that time. Yeah, for sure. I also want to like touch into that a little bit too, because for some people listening, I'm sure that maybe they don't have the same type of work environment that we might have mm -hmm. where maybe their boss or their supervisor is super like on them and mm -hmm. hard. And like, I know people that it's like the things that are asked of them honestly seem impossible yeah. sometimes. Like that is really hard. I know some people yeah. just don't have the luxury of 
you can always say no, but like it feels like you can't sometimes. But my point in all of this is I think like for me, being present where you are has helped me so much. So like when I am working, I am doing my best to work, right? And like do the best that I can, like find the tools that I can to do and perform as best as I can. But when I have that time away from work, Mm -hmm. when I have a dinner with my family or when I am hanging out with my friends, like I know in that moment, there is nothing that I can do to like check something off my list, you know, because I have chosen to be present in that moment. So like a lot of people get on me for not answering my text messages i'm a really really bad texter but part of the reason is because i'm trying to be like present in where i am at that moment because i think maybe it's like 10 minutes in your workday where you you know are taking a break being present and trying to not think about like what is the next thing that i have Mm -hmm. to do but like using that time to really like fill up so that you can yes. have the energy to move forward in your workday yeah. or whatever it is so like having those clear set boundaries and being present in like where you are in that present moment i think at least for me i have found really really helpful because like yeah if i'm at dinner with my family or with some friends it's not like i can pull out my laptop and like <laughs> i mean i could but like that's kind of a jerk move you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah really quickly and on this i'll, I'll I guess we should close is that it's super important to being like focused. It's super important, like whether it's work or like, you know, outside of work, it's really important to be um, intentional Yes, because if you're not intentional, then like just things don't go the way they're supposed to. Right. So if you're not intentional about your work, then you're going to do a crappy job and then you're going to affect the rest of the team. You're going to affect the rest of your organization. You're going to affect, um, the results that come out, right? And so then, uh, and then people don't like necessarily probably like you or just don't like working with you or whatever creates problems. If you're not intentional about how you're spending your time with other people, then people are going to know you for like, oh, you know, this person, like they're here, but they're not really here, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, and the other thing I was going to share, uh, kind of like a funny story. So yesterday, <laughs> of course, I was at Disneyland and we were watching the fireworks, bruh. Tell me why. I see like some guy like pull out his laptop right be- as the fireworks are happening. <laughs> they're not even trying to record it or anything. They're just like trying to log on the internet. And I, don't, I don't know if they're doing like homework because like kind of finals week around there this time. So in my head, I'm like, wow, what are y'all doing? Like y'all not enjoying the fireworks show. <laughs> like you guys are here just worrying about your final or whatever it is that you're worrying wow. about. So be intentional. Jesus, we're just so grateful that you're with us today to share a little bit about your work your life what this balance looks like i feel like this is something that we are all working on and i feel Mm -hmm. like throughout our life we are just constantly trying to figure it out we just want to say thanks for listening to us today we hope that you take these things um, and think about them and ponder on them and maybe take a moment to reflect on what your work life balance looks like and maybe what areas you need to put up boundaries in or say no to but also welcome jesus into every single aspect of our lives like we were talking about today so thanks for joining us as always what is it german continue to being real wait continue to be real oh my gosh well thanks for listening see you guys next time feliz navidad everybody Thank you for listening to the Being Real podcast. This show was made possible by our amazing and talented team. Our executive producer is German Perez. 
produced by Carissa Rikimaru and German Perez. And our audio engineer is Nareta Castaneda. If you'd like to follow us on social media, follow us on Instagram at beingrealpod. We appreciate you tuning in for this episode. We'll see you next time.